Hello and welcome to this audio recording for the weekly research roundup, a research published between the 13th and 19th of February 2024. I'm Katrina Pears, the research correspondent for the EMI Association. There have been six new MECFS studies and 37 new long COVID studies this week. Not much has caught our eyes again this week with a lack of biomedical research. We have highlighted a few of the topics in the MECFS research this week. Paper 1 looks at establishing a single definition for MECFS to be used across research, as many different definitions exist, such as the MEICC, the Canadian Consensus CCC, the Institute of Medicine IOM, and the Fatuga criteria. The study used questionnaires to determine a consensus among patients, healthcare workers, and researchers, which established that post exertional malaise, PEM, Cognitive impairment, fatigue and unrefreshing sleep were the most endorsed core symptoms with at least 80% consensus among participants. The most support occurred for the MEICC and the Canadian Consensus Criteria, CCC, whereas the Fatuga Criteria received least support, which we are also commonly criticising in our roundups. Unfortunately, this study is behind a paywall, so we cannot read the Pacifics to know the scale of the research and other conclusions found. Therefore, it's impossible to comment on the strength of the study. In recent weeks, we've also seen an increase in the use of functional somatic syndromes, FSS, or disorders in research. Two of the papers this week, paper three and four, also use this term. The term functional somatic disorders or syndromes has previously been proposed as an umbrella term for various conditions characterised persistent and troublesome physical symptoms accompanied by impairment or disability such as irritable bowel syndrome, IBS, fibromyalgia, FM and chronic fatigue syndrome, CFS. More details can be found by Burton et al. 2020. For many of us, this undermines the value of the research and from the outset it already feels that MECFS is not being accepted as a real illness by the researchers, with some research more approaching the lines of a psychiatric disorder. We cover all research which includes the terms MECFS in our weekly roundups, but this does not necessarily mean we agree with the terms being used. Paper 3, which uses this term this week, looks at respiratory dysfunction in the range of different conditions, finding a more pronounced breathlessness in these conditions. A total of 18 studies were included, only 4 papers on MECFS, and long COVID was excluded from the systematic review. Therefore, a very small scale study to draw conclusions from. Paper 4 is also a systematic review, looking into the etiology of MECFS, fibromyalgia and irritable bowel syndrome, which are grouped together as functional somatic syndromes. This systematic review includes 452 studies. Biological factors were most commonly examined as correlates of functional somatic syndromes. In 90% of the included reviews, the methodology quality was low to moderate, and high-quality reviews found genetic, immune, endocrinological, gastrointestinal, GI and cardiovascular factors. This study was on a much larger scale with 68 MECFS studies being included, or reviews which are frequently found to be low quality, presenting more opinion than results. This review is unusual in its combination of a comprehensive review of etiological factors with the most common, well-known functional somatic syndromes together which the authors expressed the conditions are needed to be grouped together in further studies. 
Paper 5 is the only biomedical study this week which points at immune dysfunction and brain abnormalities being key in ME-CFS. This is an NIH-funded study which has been widely covered by the media and the links can be found on our website. You may also be interested in the long COVID reference section in paper 2 which is on the long-term outcomes of hybrid-varic oxygen therapy, HBOT, in long COVID. The researchers found that HBOT can improve quality of life, quality of sleep, psychiatric and pain symptoms of patients suffering from long COVID, with the clinical improvements gained persisting even one year after the last session. There has been very limited research in the use of HBOT in MECFS, with now markedly more research into HBOT in long COVID which can be found in our research index. There's also a medical matters section on HBOT, which can be found on our website. Thank you for listening to this audio recording of the weekly research roundup. I shall be back next week with the next installment.